listening to this podcast is for Powerful Dynamite Women, episode number 34. In this episode, I get you to ask yourself, when did you stop feeling like a girl? When did you stop behaving like a girl and took on more of a masculine energy role in your life in order to survive? I also share an excerpt out of my book, 500 Ways to Talk to a Man. I tell you my own story about when I stopped feeling like a girl and help you discover when you feel most like a girl. I share lots of my own experiences. I get a little teary-eyed in the process, but ultimately how your inner girl is there to help you heal your relationships and balance the energy with your masculine energy partner, also known as the man in your life. I discuss lots of topics, including gender and how Sometimes we are feeling like a girl. We know we are a girl. We identify ourselves as a straight woman, but we are also identified as a masculine energy. I hope you really appreciate this episode. And as always, I love to hear from you in the comment section. And if you wish to support my podcast, please click the link below. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When did you stop feeling like a girl? When did you lose touch with your inner girl? Was there a specific place in your life where you didn't feel welcomed as a girl anymore? Society has really not done much to encourage women to stay in touch with their inner girl. In fact, this world has been all about how can we get you to mature and function in society. And this has caused a clash with the man in your life. That's how you found my my work, is that you're having some sort of relationship problem. You're a powerful dynamite woman. And on some level, the relationship, the man in your life, something's suffering. Or you don't feel as connected to this world as you believe possible. I think it has everything to do with silencing this inner girl at some point, losing contact with her, giving up on her, growing up and moving on. I want to read from you out of my ebook, 500 Ways to Talk to a Man. This is a book about scripting. I help you get your words and your body in a place to communicate with a man that really, truly works, where the man can hear you and respond to you. And of course, I teach you how to do feminine energy scripting which is just fabulous way of getting in touch with your body and speaking your authentic feelings. It works like magic with men 
because it activates their masculine energy. You are in your feminine energy. You are in alignment with each other. You're not repelling one another. I want you to think about if magnets are facing the poles or in other directions, you will feel the magnets repel each other. And masculine and feminine energy are very much the same way. And you have both masculine and feminine and neutral energy inside of you. I'm going to help you get back into your feminine energy and watch how it helps your relationship and just how your world will expand and unfold in some really beautiful, miraculous ways. So I'm going to read this for you. It's called Your Feminine and Masculine Energy Evolution. The work of rediscovering your inner girl and becoming familiar with practicing feminine energy is about observing who you are and how you got this way. You may enjoy being a girl, but if your mind is in the masculine world of control and outcomes, you are functioning with only half of your potential. This work is about re-examining your identity and the energy and beliefs you adapted for survival. Whether these concepts came from society, parents, feminist philosophies, religion, ex-loves, the media, or your belief of what it means to be a powerful dynamite woman, these things and more have changed you from the sensing feeling girl you once were into someone who blindly functions from her masculine energy source. Your evolution into masculine energy was for your survival. The environment you were brought up in did not educate or support you for being a girl. You were perhaps taught to behave like a lady and think like a man. Your parents rewarded you for being smart, not crying, and for problem solving and getting things done. Your teachers gave you good grades for being logical, not emotional. Peers challenged you intellectually, not emotionally. If you cried past age seven, you were labeled weak, emotional, or hormonal. You may have been dressed like a girl or dressed down like a boy, yet ultimately in clothing that was uncomfortable or meant to please someone else. You endured scratchy, tight fabrics and shoes that hurt your feet because you wanted to and were rewarded for appearing as a girl. You stuffed down any discomfort you felt to please others. Childhood traumas were about figuring out how to survive the environment you were in, be that controlling, boring, abusive, passive, functional, or dysfunctional. Even the best parents lose their little girl when she becomes a woman. My question to you is, were you ever allowed to be a girl? And if so, for how long? When did you grow up and stop being a girl? Now, I look back on my own life and I have shared this story. It was a pivotal moment in becoming a feminine energy coach. This was a topic, gender was a topic that had always fascinated me. I studied English literature in college, but even as a young girl, when I was learning the Bible, um, my family was very religious growing up. I would read a scripture like, men shall not lie with men. And I would ask my mom, well, can women lie with women? I was very aware of the differences in gender and very aware of, of people who appeared to be homosexual to me at a very young age. I was fascinated by them because I knew that they were doing something outside of what everyone else approved of. And there was just something fascinating about that to me as a child. And I remember my first trip to New York City. 
as a little girl, uh, the, looking back on my relationship with my parents, the one great thing they really did is they let me pick trips sometimes, and I really wanted to go to New York City. I was mostly raised in a very small town in North Carolina. And just as we're coming into New York City, the first thing I see is a man dressed in a skirt <laughs> and a blouse like a woman. What was very clearly a man. And again, this just blew my mind that genders could cross. And I, I think if I were growing up in this day and age, if I were a young person coming up right now, I would most certainly be a they, them. I would be extremely confused about my gender, not so much my sexuality, but just my gender. How do I identify my gender? So a lot of people are very anti-gender. They want it, you know, they don't want this neutrality. But I understand the confused aspects of this because all my life coming up, I was told by women in my family, sometimes men, you're too much like a guy. You are strong and forceful like a man. You need to act like a lady. So I knew that something was wrong with me. I knew I was acting for what some people called butch, very butch at times. And I really didn't want to act like a girl. I didn't want to play down my strengths so a man would like me. It just wasn't, it felt completely false. It felt like I needed to be some sort of doormat or some sort of separate wife or, you know, some of the sitcoms I saw coming up that were still in black and white television. I, that just wasn't in me. That just wasn't what my feminine energy was about. I didn't have a lot of feminine energy role models. I was in a household with an abusive man. My father was abusive to my mother and, and us children. So... The power exchange between masculine and feminine energy was very clear to me. I had toxic examples of masculine and feminine energy. I had the masculine energy that was lots of anger, very controlling. And I had feminine energy that was anxious and passive and not protecting her boundaries. So when I ask myself, when did I stop being a little girl? I'm really concerned that I never felt like a girl very often at all. I had to be very tough. I couldn't show emotions. I was in a household where emotions were not allowed. But I have a few memories of feeling like a girl. And in the photo for this podcast, I used a, a photo of me. I think I was in kindergarten. And my mom would make most of me and my sister's clothes up until a certain age. And she could make me these beautiful little dresses. And in this photo, I'm wearing this cute little jumper. It was one of my favorites. And I remember feeling like a girl. You know, my mom cut my bangs that morning and combed my hair nice and straight. I remember feeling beautiful and feeling like a girl and very alive when I would get on my swing set and I would swing and feel my body moving through the air and exercising my body, I felt like a girl. I felt so connected and free and flowing. Whenever I got to save a little animal or a kitten or collect uh, caterpillars, 
even if caterpillars or bugs or something, it might look like something a boy would want, but I wanted to keep them and give them a home. I wanted to nurture them. I wanted to protect things that were smaller than me that didn't have a voice. I felt like a girl. And I would feel like a girl anytime one toe touched water. <laughs> so any ocean, any lake, any bathtub, any swimming pool, I became a girl when I got into water. I also felt like a girl when I would ride my bike. And riding your bike's a very solo thing. And again, you're soaring through the air and the wind and you're moving your body. I felt very connected being a girl. Just a handful of other times I felt like a girl was any time that I, I helped someone, whether it was helping my grandmother or helping my mother. I don't know about you, but I had, had a little bit of a moment <laughs> making this podcast. Remembering when I felt like a girl. As a kid, there were certain little chores I loved to do. And again, anything with water. But at some point, my mom left my dad and she got bold enough and safe enough that she left him. He worked two jobs to, to take care of us. Mom always had really bad varicose veins and she would need to wear support stockings when she was at work. They're still very expensive, but I remember them being a very pivotal, expensive part of the money she had to spend, but she had to make sure she had her support hose for her legs. And I had the job, and I love this job, of washing them for her in the sink. I would, I would take soap and lather them all up and wash them, and I was helping my mother. And I would be very gentle with them because I knew how expensive they were. So being careful with something, washing something and doing something for someone else, being part of their life in a way that you help them, that also, I felt like a girl. Felt really connected. And it is no wonder that I am now doing my best to help women all over this planet connect with their feminine energy and rediscover this lost girl inside of you. My question is, when did you stop being a girl? When did you grow up and really let go of all those beautiful things that make you feel so wonderful and connected as a feminine energy being. Now, some of them you still may do. You may go hiking or pick flowers or garden. You might have some idea of some wonderful moments that make you feel like a girl. But I want you to really go back in time and go, gosh, when did this happen to me? When did I make this decision to be smart and tough? What happened? A very specific time in my life, I've told this in a lot of my YouTube videos, was I was at the zoo and I was walking with my parents and I fell down, I skinned my knee. Very common thing that little kids do. I really skinned my knee badly, but what I did was I held back my tears. I really held back my tears. I didn't want to upset my parents. And my mom said, wow, you're, you're being so mature. You're not crying and you really skinned your knee bad. And I remember my dad smiling very approvingly that I was not crying. And it was at that point I learned how to breathe and really keep my stomach, you know, tighten my core and not cry. Not crying was something that I went on to practice in my life when all sorts of terrible things were happening to me. I would not let a person see me cry. 
Now I cry just remembering a story <laughs> in my own podcast. So I'm so much more in touch with that emotional feeling part. I would like to share Nancy's story. She is in my I Heart Love Academy group. She's one of my moderators in a class she taught recently about how there were these kids in her neighborhood that were going to beat her up. And she went to her mom and said, Mom, Mom, save me. These kids are going to beat me up. And her mom said, you need to be brave and go face those children or I will beat you up. And that told Nancy like, oh, I've got to be tough. I've got to be strong. I can't let anyone get to me or mess with me because even my own mom is telling me to be strong and tough. So I want you to spend some time thinking about when you lost touch with that girl, when you became more so rewarded for being in this masculine energy, stuffing down your emotions, being rigid, not being that fluid, flowing, feminine being that you are. So masculine energy, rigid, tough, strong, pointed, focused, external. And feminine energy is a very internal. Now, how can this help your relationship? How has it affected your relationships? The sticking point that I want you to take from this is that a man does not fall in love with you because you are a powerful businesswoman. He falls in love with your inner girl. And at some point, he saw your inner girl come out in the relationship. And then perhaps with time, it slowly faded away. Or maybe you have had trouble connecting with men for long at all. Because they get a glimpse of your girl or maybe they see your beauty and they think that's your girl. And then the more they get to know you, they feel a masculine, they feel that repel, that feeling of the poles facing one another. And it's repelling one another because it's two masculine energy sources instead of feminine and masculine energy source lining up and working in alignment with one another. So my next question is, what does it mean to be a girl? What does it mean to be a grown adult woman, a powerful dynamite woman, and still be a girl? How does that show up in your life? How do you think it should show up in your life? I can't tell you this answer. It's going to be specific for you, how you feel like a girl. I will tell you what being a girl isn't. Being a girl isn't external. No matter how much makeup, how much nail polish or hair or shoes or clothes, it's not external. Now that can attract a man to you, but that is not why a man will stay with you and fall in love with your red beating heart. He falls in love with your inner girl. So how can you get in touch with your inner girl? If you can go back in time and find out when you lost her, maybe even look at some photographs and you can see her shining in your eyes, have that conversation with her because she's still with you. She hasn't gone anywhere. Your inner girl will never leave. You've only been adult for a certain amount of time, but your girl has always been with you since day one. So if you can get a sense for where she lives at in your body, where she's maybe hiding out, put your hand there and see if you can feel her. Feel her energy. What does it feel like? And if you can't sense her in your body, 
I want you to speak to her and just tell her that you know she's there and that you love her. Start that dialogue and ask her, what would you like to do? Or think about things that you do want to do that you're not doing. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, everyone. This is Adrian Everhart. If you're enjoying my podcast and also enjoy my YouTube channel, I suggest you go a little bit deeper into one of my self-study programs. I recommend everyone start with my ebook, 500 Ways to Talk to a Man. It also comes with a two-day video class. This ebook has transformed the lives of so many women because I help you get aligned with your natural feminine energy and learn to speak and phrase your words in a way that really connects to a man's heart instead of challenging him with masculine energy. I can teach you so much more in my self-study programs. I have something for every topic that you may be interested in. And of course, New Man Manifesto, which is a 12-week manifesting course. It comes with homework and lots of extras. So head on over to my website, everheartcoaching.com to learn more. Even if it's something like coloring in a coloring book, it doesn't even have to be an adult coloring book. I love to paint rocks and do other little designs on them. My girl loves this. Rocks are free and paint is very cheap. It's totally up her alley. Another way to get in touch with your inner girl is just to ask her what she likes and doesn't like. And you do this by getting in touch with your feelings. So here's a great way to have fun with discovering your feelings and your boundaries. It's with food. So when you're a little kid, there's a good chance you were made to eat something that you didn't want to eat and you couldn't really say much about it. Now I put food in my mouth and I get a feeling. I get a sensation. Try a practice piece of food and put it in your mouth and touch your lips, your tongue, your teeth. A good food to practice with is zucchini. Take a little slice of cooked zucchini, maybe like lightly sauteed. Is it squishy? Is it slippery? If you bite it, you might get a little waxy snap. And that has a sensation. Then what does it feel like to chew it? It's squishy, but it's also crunchy if you don't overcook it. And even when you swallow it down, how does it feel in your body? So connecting with food, we all have to eat, we all have to drink. Get in touch with what that feels like in your body, those sensations. And you'll begin more of this journey of connecting with what you're feeling versus what you're thinking. Masculine energy, thoughts I'm thinking that help me survive. Feminine energy is how does this feel to me? Feminine energy knows she's going to survive. She completely trusts that she will survive. Because 
if she really has to do it, she can take care of herself. She absolutely knows that. But she also has attracted all this masculine energy her way. And masculine energy has a natural essence to protect you. Now, I'm not saying you can't be a powerful dynamite businesswoman. Of course you can. But in your relationship with the man, you are a woman who allows her girl to show to that man. You are vulnerable with him. You can be a girl with him. Finding your inner girl at whatever age she is and connecting with her spirit, what she loves to do, the things that feel good to her, how she knows what's going on inside of her body. That is what a man is drawn to. Now, this last question, I get asked this so often, which is, am I supposed to tell him everything I'm feeling? Am I supposed to just share everything with my guy? No. <laughs> um. I think a lot of people in our life can love us, but I don't think anyone really wants to hear everything that someone's feeling. The beautiful part about feminine and masculine energy is balancing this in the relationship. So if your masculine energy source is present with you and you can share something about what you're feeling, I do encourage you practice as much as possible, keeping it positive positive, beautiful experiences. When you were a little girl, you were not a bummer. You didn't tell your mom and dad about all the things that were going wrong. You maybe had one or two things that went wrong during the day. Think about how positive your inner girl was. And if she wasn't positive, think about what was going on in her world. Most of the women I've coached had an upbeat, happy-go-lucky little girl. Despite the challenges that they were going through in their life, despite the masculine energy that they were having to learn how to handle and adapt for their survival. They were still deep down inside happy-go-lucky little girls. So get back in touch with that and bring some of that feminine essence into your relationship. Share things that are positive, but also know your boundaries. Your inner girl knew immediately when she was doing something she did not want to do, and she would often speak up for herself. And a parent would say, hush, you got to do this anyway. Not anymore. You're a grown adult woman now. So there are so many wonderful boundaries you can have with a man. And if he's a good guy, he'll respect them. And remember, boundaries are not preferences. Preferences are things that annoy you, such as he didn't open the door for me. If he was a real man, he would open a door for me. That's a preference. A boundary is I'm physically unable to open this door and he didn't open a door for me. I will always need you to open my doors. That's a boundary. It's for your mental and emotional and spiritual well-being. If I've taught you a lot of new ways of thinking about things and examining feminine and masculine energy and looking at this world just a little bit different, Head over to my website. I want to make a couple of suggestions. I have a program called Fem Diamond, and Fem Diamond is a deep dive into feminine energy. And it was such a fun class to teach. So many great questions about relationships, dating, long distance, all over the place with these questions. It was wonderful. I really do a deep dive into feminine energy, and you get some bonus items. I have a VIP library. And I also have something called a diamond girl guide. It's all about being a wonderful, sparkly diamond girl. All right, everyone, I'm sending you much love and success in finding out when you stopped being a girl, learning how to speak and communicate to your inner girl, 
get back in touch with her and bring some of that beautiful feminine energy into your relationship with your masculine energy man. Lots of love. Hi, I'm Brandi Berta, an Adrian Everhart certified dating and relationship coach. Did you know you can work with me, Adrian, and other coaches in our private community? We provide you with private coaching, program support, live classes, group chat, Q&A, and a supportive community, all in iHeart Love Academy. You can join through our private app or your computer. Find us at diamondgirl.me group or below in the description of this podcast. I look forward to helping you and hope to see you there. Again, that address is diamondgirl.me group.